2: Good evening. If you seem to sense an aura of cold dampness that permeates this room, attribute it not to either defective air conditioning or inclement indoor weather. It's simply because this is rather
4: a special place, with a special statuary and special paintings.
1: It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy
5: Show. And welcome to this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show, episode number 1551. Right next to me is somebody who likes to throw it back in time. That is...
6: Kimmy! I got one name! (stopielerting) Kimmy! Hello Hello everybody! Hello
4: everybody!
5: Hi! Hi. I'm your host, Patrick Riley.
2: Quite a good scene, isn't it? One man crazy three very sane spectators.
5: That is so true. Sane ones right behind me on the dog bed. That is the fur kids. And to my left side is my right hand and that is Kimmy and she's just a little bit strange. She's strange. Always something new on something old. Correct, Kimmy? Mm -hmm. That's the way the Riley and Kimmy show works. That's right. Something new about something old. We heavily focus on... That's what the Riley and Kimmy show is all about, right, Kimmy? Memories. Yes, memories. We hopefully make new memories, but we hopefully bring back some very pleasant fond memories from yesteryear. You can share those memories with your friends and family. That's what the Riley and Kimmy show is about. It's about all ages, too. We have something for all ages here. It's a variety pop culture talk show, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you have an upcoming event in Florida... That you would uh, like the Riley and Kimmy Show to help promote and be part of, please consider us for that. Your pop culture or nostalgia-based event. Matter of fact, uh, a pet animal event too, because we have a special show to the Riley and Kimmy Show called Animal Special that focuses on animals. And we're talking about art shows, car shows, comic book shows, home and garden shows, right, Kimmy? Right. And and of course those animal and pet-related kind of events. Mm-hmm. Feel free to contact us about promoting your event and appearing. We have something very special we can do to help make your event stand out. And tell your friends who might have something too. Contact us on our Facebook page. Message us there or go right to our website. We have a way to contact us there. More information available at RileyAndKimmy.com. Also on our website, we have archived interviews with celebrities. Also videos We have pop culture information and links to take The Riley and Kimmy Show anywhere to make it very easy for you to listen daily. We're on iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, just to name a few. You can find all those links, the social media links like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and more, all on our website. What's our web address, Kimmy?
6: RileyandKimmy.com
5: Find archived podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com
1: pop culture escapism the riley and kimmy show the riley and
5: kimmy show Shall we play a game? That's the game for Throwback Thursday. Or the big question, does Kimmy want to go back in time and play a thrilling game of yesteryear trivia? That's right, pop culture trivia. What say you, Kimmy? Well, yeah. One of the things I want to stress is the timeline has been adjusted. It's not running in chronological or linear order. Please help Kimmy out. You can talk to, shout at, whisper to... Whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now. And she believes in time travel answers. So you who are in her future and she's in your past, you too, can communicate. She really believes this. I think she's a little wacky, but she says it actually works. So let's see if it does. Because this episode of Trivia could be difficult for Kimmy in some categories. Not the music category, though, Kimmy. Okay. Very first category, though, might be a little difficult for you. It was on this date in history. We're looking for the year within five years in the United States, this fast food restaurant began selling a veggie burger, Kimmy. This event is a big deal because it was billed as the first veggie burger to be sold nationally by a fast food chain. Tell us the name of the fast food restaurant that was brave enough to do this first and what year it happened. Uh, Wendy's? No, it was Burger King. And what year within five? Oh, 1995? It was 2002 this happened. The year is 1972, a very big movie, well, it would become big, premieres in New York City. It would win the Academy Award Best Picture for 1973. Tell us the name of the film and tell us who directed it. Here's your clue. That I cannot do.
6: We've known each other many years, but this is the first time you ever came to me. the Council of the I can't remember the last time then. That- you invited me to your house for a cup of coffee. But let's be frank, you, know, you never wanted my friendship. And uh you were afraid to be my debt. I didn't want to get into trouble. I understand. You found paradise in America. You had a good trade, made a good living, the police protected you and there were courts of law. You didn't need a friend like that.
7: But uh, now you come to me and you say, I'm Coralion and give me justice. Should I ask for
5: respect? You don't offer friendship. Kimmy, tell me the name of that film The Godfather. That's correct. Now, who directed the movie The Godfather, 1972? I should know that. Yes, who is the director, Kimmy? We'll give you a bonus clue. Three names for this director. He has three names. He has a famous nephew who is an actor that chose. Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, Yes, because they chose a different name. uh, Wow, you redeemed yourself there. I hope somebody maybe helped you or maybe you you did it yourself there. I'm not sure. Kimmy, who starred in this movie? You heard him speak there. And who else starred? Who's the two big stars?
6: Marlon Brando.
5: Yes, and.
6: And Al Pacino.
5: That's correct. You have seen that movie, correct? Yes, I have. Moving to a different section of trivia, sports. How's that, Kimmy? All right. All right, 1912. Cy Young retires from what sport? Baseball. Bonus points, Kimmy. Tell me what position he is known for. He was a pitcher? That's correct. He retires with 511 wins. The year's 1945, the 17th Academy Awards happens. Best Actor goes to this person... He's an actor-singer, Kimmy. Tell me who it is he won for the movie Going My Way.
1: Going my way Up ahead is Bluebird Hill Going my way Just
5: pack a basket full of wishes Can you tell me who played Father Chuck O'Malley in Going My Way? Bing Crosby? That's correct. 1954, the CBS Morning Show premieres with Walter Cronkite and this person. Bonus clue here, Kimmy, to help you out. This person, in a few years, will become famous for hosting The Tonight Show. Tell me who is partnered up with Walter Cronkite. Good morning, good morning, my friend.
2: This is the morning show, which runs from 7 until 9, uh, wherever you live, whether it be Eastern or Central Time. And everyone's here this morning, the Baird Marionettes, Bill and Cora with their amazing marionettes, and there's Poopy Campo and Jose Mellis and lovely Betty Clooney. And, of course, as always, the very latest CBS News.
5: Poopy Compost was part of the show. Nice. Did you hear that? Poopy Compost. Uh, No, Poopy Combo. Anyhow, Kimmy, who is the person who was teamed up with Walter Cronkite in 1954? Jack Parr. That's right. The year's 1964, and it's wedding time. Celebrity wedding time, Kimmy. This actress marries for her fifth time. This time in 1964, she marries actor Richard Burton. Who gets married 1964 for number five? Elizabeth Taylor. You're correct. 1966, the eighth Grammy Awards happens, the record of the year just happens to also win the best instrumental performance. Tell me the name of the winner. Taste of Honey is the name of the tune. Can you tell me who won the Grammy? Mm, Herb Albert. No. Yes. Yes. And can you tell me the name of his band? It was Herb Alpert and blank. I... The Tijuana Brass Band. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. See, you didn't grow up around Herb Alpert. Your, your mother wasn't into Herb Alpert, was she? Mm, no. Uh, mine was. Uh, she, uh, yeah, Herb Alpert, Buddy Rich. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how come I'm really familiar with Herb Alpert. Moving to another winner of the Grammys, give me Best New Artist. Tell me who wins. Here's your clue. It's not
7: unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. But when I see you hanging about with anyone, it's not unusual.
5: Who is the winner, Kimmy? Tom Jones. You're on a roll, Kimmy. We're in music. I guess I should expect that, right? hmm Pop. Pop Grammy, Kimmy, for This Date in History, 1966, the eighth Grammy Awards. Tell me, who wins best vocal performance? Here's your clue.
7: Why did I choose you? What did I see in you? I saw the heart you hide so well.
5: Can you identify that powerful voice, Kimmy? Barbra Streisand. That's correct. Best vocal performance for male, tell me. Who wins for this song? When I was 17
7: It was a very good year It was a very good year For small town girls And soft summer nights
5: Who wins the Grammy? Frank Sinatra? That's right. Best contemporary vocal performance for female goes to whom? Place is the song that got her the Grammy. She had a hit called Downtown at one time. Can you tell me who it is? Um
6: Petula Clark.
5: That's right. Best Contemporary Country Single. Identify the Grammy winner. Uh,
2: but two hours of pushing broom buys an
6: eight-by-twelve four-bedroom. I'm a man of means by no means. King of the road.
5: Kimmy, can you tell me who that is? Who won for King of the Road? Mm, No. That is Roger Miller. Best rhythm and blues recording. The Grammy goes to whom? Here's your clue. R&B recording. Who is it? James Brown. That's correct. 1968, Life Magazine calls this person the most spectacular guitarist in the world. Who would that be? 1968.
7: Jimi Hendrix. 1971,
5: Kimmy. CBS TV announces it's going to drop this TV show. Tell me the name of the show.
6: As much as he goes to the coast now for his new picture, this will be the last time that we'll run each, into each other for a while. But I now wait a minute, I wanted to say to Elvis Presley in the
5: country. Who was it, Kimmy? The Ed Sullivan Show.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, live from New York, The Ed Sullivan Show.
7: And now, here he is, Ed Sullivan.
5: 1975 in the world of music. This group's sixth studio album is released. It would win the Billboard Album of the Year for 1975. Here's one of the singles from that album. Matter of fact, it is the title track. Kimmy, tell me who it is. <laughs> What's the name of that title track, that album that was released on this date? Uh, Earth, Wind and Fire? That's right. That's the name of the group and the name of the the album. That's The Way of the World and one of the other singles from that album. This one hit number one. Wind and Fire, Shining Star. One of the best things somebody ever gave me as a gift was the like the greatest hits of Earth, Wind and Fire. Only downside, was on a track, but I played mm-hmm. it to death. You know, it'd be playing that song gonna go chunk, chunk. Yeah. The year is 1976. The album Destroyer was released by this rock group. Kimmy, tell me the name of the band. I was by the Can you tell me the name of that band? Um, Here's another clue, Kimmy. This is on that album as well. We threw Kimmy with that first cut called God of Thunder, which this band would perform or has performed over the years on stage, a big theatrical production. There's a lot of sound in that, ear candy in that song. Singing lead was Gene Simmons of what band? Kiss. That's correct, Kimmy. Moving to the world of television, it was on this date, 1977. The first episode of this TV show airs on ABC. Tell us the name of the TV show, The Moment You Can. There's a magic in the early morning we fall. Eight is enough. That's correct, Kimmy. Did you like that show by chance? I watched it. Okay. Well, let's move to something else that revolves around the world of TV. The year is 1984. The 10th People's Choice Awards happens. Favorite television comedy program. Any guess just without a clue what it might be, 1984? Um, no. What is the show? Kimmy? here's its instrumental theme. Three's Company? That's correct. Favorite television comedy program. Favorite male performer in a new TV program. 1984, 10th People's Choice Awards. Here's your clue.
8: But I pity the fool,
0: and I will destroy any man who tries to take what I got. Addiction?
5: Pain. Can you tell me who it is? Mr. T. Correct. Favorite theme song from a motion picture? Identify it. <laughs> What is it, Kimmy? Flash dance? You're correct. You're on a roll here. I, do you think you can get most of them right? Like 90% of them? Maybe. Next one. Favorite motion picture, Kimmy. Any clue what it is? Hmm. Purple Rain. No. Please give us the correct title. Meaning its title in its entirety It has a subtitle, too. Here is your clue. Listen carefully.
2: By now you must know your father can never be turned from the dark side. So will it be with you. You're wrong. Soon I'll be dead.
4: And you with me. <laughs> Perhaps you'll refer to the imminent attack of your rebel fleet. Yes. I assure you, we are quite safe from your friends here. Your overconfidence is your weakness. Your faith in your friends is yours.
5: Kimmy, please be exact. The entire title to this movie... Return of the Jedi. Yes, Star Wars Return of the Jedi. I love... I love all the Star Wars series. But I love that movie. Empire is my favorite. But there's elements of this one I love a lot. Especially Hamill's performance. His little exchange of dialogue with uh, the Emperor or his father. Fantastic. Favorite new television dramatic program? This one's Impossible Trivia, I think. Who knows? Theme was done by Henry Mancini. Kimmy, tell me if you can uh, identify the show. Kimmy, any clue on this one? No. I will give you one bonus clue. James Brolin starred on this show. Connie Selica was in it as well. No. It's called Hotel. Do you remember that at all? Oh, vaguely. Mm -hmm. All right. Favorite music video, Kimmy. Here is your audio clue. Tell me what it is. Kimmy, can you tell me what it is? Thriller. The Thriller. (laughs) Favorite music video, Thriller. Also, favorite all-around male entertainer, who is it? Michael Jackson. Correct. Favorite overall new television program. Here's your clue. Can you tell me the name of the TV show? The 18? You're correct, Kimmy. The 1994 8th Soul Train Awards happened on this date in history. Best R&B Single for Male category. Tell me who the winner is. Dream. Can we talk? Was the song he won for? Who is it? Mm, I'm not sure. Tevin Campbell, best R&B single for female. Tell me who it is, Kimmy. <laughs> Best R&B single for female. Who is the winner? Tony Braxton. You're right. R&B soul song of the year. Tell me who the winner is.
7: And I will always love you.
5: Who is it? Whitney Houston. Correct. Staying in the 1994 eighth Soul Train Music Awards, best music video goes to whom, Kimmy? <laughs> Best music video is If. Who is the winner? Janet Jackson. Moving to best jazz album. Tell me who wins, Kimmy. (laughs) Who wins best jazz album for Breathless, the album?
7: Um
5: can't think of his name. You can't think of the unknown instrumentalist. I know. How many hits? I can't, I can't even imagine. I know. I can't think of his name right now. What are his initials? K. K. That's his first. G.
6: <laughs> Kenny G.
5: <laughs> yes, Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. 2013, Kimmy, this person releases his third studio album, that album would win the 2013 Billboard Album of the Year. Tell me who it is. Here's a single from that album. And we don't mind all the watching high Cause if it's dirty close,
0: real close, they might learn something She ain't nothing but a little
7: doozy when she does it She's so high tonight And as long as I got my suit and tie
5: Who is it, Kimmy? Justin Timberlake. That's correct celebrity and notable birthdays this person born 1767 tell me why he is on the famous list kimmy andrew jackson
6: he was the president
5: Yes, that's correct. He served as the seventh president of the United States from 1829 to 1837. Next individual, you will not know the name, unfortunately. Although some, well, there will be some out there who do, that are listening to the Riley and Kimmy show, those who love daytime dramas. McDonald Carey, born on this date, 1913. He's known for a certain daytime drama, otherwise known as a soap opera. Tell me what it is. Like sands through the hourglass, so are th- What is the show? The Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives.
1: Days of Our Lives, a new dramatic serial starring McDonald Carey.
5: Donald Carey actually did the opening there that you heard, and they kept running it even past his death. For almost three decades, he was on that show. He was part of movies going back to the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. A lot of B-films he was part of. And he also was the voice of the, well, the very first voice for PBS. He was the very first one that didn't like a voiceover for them.
6: This is PBS, the public broadcasting service.
5: Tell me why this person's on that famous list, Kimmy. Alan Bean. He is 86 years old today. Alan Bean. He was an astronaut? That's correct. He was the fourth person to walk on the moon. He made his first flight into space on Apollo 12. That was the second manned mission to land on the moon. At the age of 37, he did that in 1969. He made his second and final flight into space on Skylab 3. That was in 1973. Became an artist. matter of fact, if you go like to the... Uh, Hall of Fame, I believe it is, if I remember correctly, out at Kennedy Space Center area. He did the mural when you walk into the into the oh. hallway. Remember that that big, wow. big mural? Yeah, that's 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 his work. He stated that when he was on the moon, he kind of wished that they would send or had sent a poet to describe exactly what it looks like because he said it was impossible to describe the experience on the surface of the moon. Next person, actor, celebrating a birthday today. Kimmy, tell me how old he is within five years once you identify him. Known for this TV show, Identify the TV Show. Ooh, Kimmy's nodding her head. I think she knows the show. Can you tell me it? Taxi. Tell me who the birthday person is.
2: I don't know, but ever since that jump on Saturday, I, I understand what Hemingway was talking about. Every man has fears. But those who face their fears with dignity have courage as well. For instance, that piano. Well, I I know how to play the piano a little bit, you see, but I've always been afraid of calling attention to myself, you know? I don't know.
4: I'll I'll do a little, uh, being
6: alive.
5: Can you tell me who's having a birthday? Judd Hirsch. Correct. How old is he within five years? Um, 80. 80. 83 today, also known for the TV show Numbers from 2005 to 2010. Dear John from 88 to 92 and was in films Ordinary People in 1980, Running on Empty in 88, Independence Day in 96, and A Beautiful Mind in 2001. Next person, Pastor, who got in a little trouble back in the 80s, back in 1988. Can you tell me who it is?
7: I want to address myself as best as I know how. To those that I have wronged, that I have sinned against. First of all, my wife, Frances.
5: I have sinned against you. He was born 1935. Who is it, Kimmy? Jimmy Swagger. You're correct. Next individual musician, celebrating his 75th birthday. His name is part of a group he is known for. Tell me who's having a birthday. I no birthday. Can you tell me who's having his 75th birthday? Mm, no? It's Sly Stone of Sly and the Family uh, Stone. You, you remember that. Uh-huh. I Impossible question here for Kimmy, part of the music category person having a birthday, 71 years old. He was ranked 8th on Rolling Stone Magazine's 2003 list of 100 Greatest Guitarists of All Time. A 2010 ranking by Gibson placed him at number 32. Tell me who it is. Little sister, don't you kiss me once or twice, say it's bad. is it, Kimmy? I don't know. Yeah, that's why we added impossible to that uh, trivia question. That's Rye Cooter celebrating his 71st birthday. Next person is 63 today. He was lead singer of a certain band that caused him to be ranked number 83 in the Hit Parade's top 100 metal vocalists of all time. Tell me who he is. (laughs) Oh, can you tell me the band he was lead singer of? Twisted Sister. Yeah, that's correct. Now tell me who the lead singer of Twisted Sister was and how old. Well, we told you how old he is. He's 63 today. Who is it? Dee Snyder. Yes, Kimmy, you are on a roll. Next person, model. He appeared on the covers of dozens of romance novels throughout the 1980s and 1990s. Known for his long hair, he also did TV commercials for a, well, a certain food product. I can't
0: believe it's not bothered. It's a race.
5: Who is it? Fabio. How old is Fabio today within five years? Oh, Fabio is 65. Fabio celebrating his 59th birthday today. Next person celebrating his 56th birthday, Singer Kimmy, had a couple of hits back in the 1980s. Tell me who it is. He started. He is 56 today. Who is it? Trent Darby. I'm
7: falling in love with you. Wish me love, wishing well to kiss and tell. Oh, wishing well above a like tea. Wish me love, wishing well to kiss and tell.
5: Uh, the judges say give it to Kimmy. It's Terrence Trent Darby celebrating his 56th birthday today. Next person is 55 years old. Lead singer of a certain band, Kimmy, in 2006, Hit Parader ranked him number 40 on their list of greatest heavy metal singers of all time. Tell me who the lead singer of this band is. Every rose has its
7: love. Just like every night
5: can you tell me who that is? Well, first of all, what band is he lead singer of? Poison? That's correct. That's Poison. And he was the lead singer. And tell me his name. Bret Michaels? That's correct. Can celebrating his 55th birthday today? Next individual, 54 today. Tell me who is having a birthday.
7: I'm just an average man. I from nine to five, hey, hell, I, pay All I want to be left alone in my But why do I always feel, like I'm in zone I always feel
5: like me. Having a little help from Michael Jackson on that hit, who is it? Rockwell? That's correct, born Kenneth Gordy. He's the son of Barry Gordy, the executive of Motown Records. He's celebrating his 54th birthday today. Next person, actress Kimmy. She was part of Young and the Restless from 2001 to 2003. She was on 148 episodes. From 2004 to 2012, she was part of Desperate Housewives. She was in 180 episodes in a lead role. Can you tell me who it is? We have two clues if you need it. Is your finger okay? This table
6: is hand-carved. Carlos had it imported from Italy. It cost him
8: $23,000.
5: Can you tell me who it is? No. Here's your next clue.
8: Ask yourself, is your shampoo designed for you? Designed to give you signature hair every time? This is Vive by L'Oreal. This is no one-size-fits-all deal. Each Vive has unique ingredients scientifically designed to target any specific hair type. I found mine. Smooth and tense with Neutrilium. Makes my hair smooth, shiny, brilliant. Always my signature. Find yours. Vive by L'Oreal Paris. Your signature hair that's simply brilliant. And you're worth
5: it. Who is it, Kimmy? Eva Ligoria having a birthday today. She is 43. I see dead people. Notable deaths, Kimmy. Famous people who died on this date in history. Now, take a look at the calendar. It is March 15th. This date goes down in history as the Ides of March. Somebody was assassinated on this date. Stabbed to death. Roman leader. Can you tell me who was killed? 44 B.C., the Ides of March. There's a salad named after him. Caesar? <laughs> actually, I don't think there's actually a surgical procedure, but <laughs> that's Caesar. Yes, yes, Kimmy. Yeah, you're correct. It's Caesar, Julius Caesar, who passed away on this date, 44 BC. You, you, you took a lot of Latin, didn't you, too? Uh, you know, Latin class. Mm-mm. You're lucky. You, you didn't get stuck with Latin. Mm-mm. I was stuck in that till I got kicked out. All right. The year is 1937, Kimmy. This person dies at the age of 46. Tell me what he is famous for, H.P. Lovecraft. He was an author? That's correct, Kimmy. A writer of horror, mostly. That's what he wrote. He was virtually unknown and published only in pulp magazines before he died in poverty but now is regarded as one of the most significant 20th century authors in his genre. 2001, Anne Southern dies at the age of 92. What is she known for, Kimmy? Hmm. actress? You're right. She worked on stage, radio, film, and TV in a career that spanned nearly six decades. Lucille Ball called her the best comedian in the business bar none. Fantastic performer. She also sang, too.
8: You'll never know if an apple is right till you bite it You'll never know if a fire is gonna burn till you light
5: it That's Ann Southern who passed away on this day, 2001. Kimmy, I think you did a fantastic job on this Throwback Thursday with Trivia. Thank you. We're gonna go back in time and honor something we talked about on Trivia with the Golden Age of Radio. actor McDonald Carey, born on this date, 1913. He did a lot of Golden Age of Radio. Now, if you're a fan of his from Days of Our Lives, we have something a little bit different. Or if you've never heard of this actor before, we have something very special. We have something called Missing Person from 1952. It's a thriller kind of episode, suspenseful. Something a lot different than what he's known for with the daytime drama. Now, as a bonus, on our website... We have a tribute to Anne Southern, who died on this date in 2001. We have three Golden Age of Radio Productions and Southern starred in. They are available on our website. Give them a listen right after Missing Person. We kick off our tribute right now to actor McDonald Carey. Here's Missing Person from 1952 on the Riley and Kimmy Show.
6: Autolite and its 98,000 dealers bring you Mr. MacDonald Carey in a story based on fact. Tonight's presentation of...
1: Suspense. Tonight, with names and places changed, Autolite presents the true story of a man who to all intents and purposes disappeared from the face of the earth. The dramatization is called... The Missing Person, our star, Mr. MacDonald Carey. At approximately 7.30 p.m. the Thursday night of March 10, 1948, Joseph Ebner, at the time 38 years of age, said goodbye to his wife Martha and left his home at 1210 East Bethany Road in Burbank, California. He drove a light gray sedan, license plate 702 r three two two eight, over Cahuenga Pass to downtown Los Angeles. His destination? The Civic Auditorium. Joseph Ebner is a musician, first violinist and concertmaster with the Los Angeles Symphony Orchestra. He was on his way to play in a concert. Ebner arrived at the auditorium a little after 8 o'clock. After changing into his dress suit, he smoked a cigarette and mingled with his fellow musicians in the hall down under the stage. A few moments before the orchestra's conductor, Maestro Carlo Finello, raised his baton at 8.33, Joseph Ebner excused himself. He said he'd forgotten something back down in his locker. He turned, left the hall, and was never heard from again. My name is Dexter, Phil Dexter. I'm a writer. I've written columns for some of the biggest dailies in the country. You may have read some of my stuff. Right now, I'm doing feature articles for a magazine called The Real Story. About ten days ago, the managing editor, Brad Luby, called me into his office. Phil, sit down. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Phil, how
4: much do you know about missing persons?
1: Like Will Rogers, Brad, all I know is what I read in the papers. Well, thousands of people disappear every year. Some don't want to
4: disappear, and they do. Some want to disappear, and they do.
1: But eventually they turn up, dead or alive.
4: Agreed. Eventually 95% of them turn up again, dead or alive. A week, a month, a year. Even 10 years later. What about the other 5%, Phil? The 5% that vanish and are never heard from again. What about them? I don't know. That's the story I want, Phil. Now, I got a list here from the police department. Bureau of Missing Persons. Take a look at it. It's
1: a list of names.
4: Right. Now, you've got your choice. Pick any one of the names you want. I don't care who it is.
1: Well, how about this one here? Ebner. Joseph Ebner.
4: The musician. Okay, follow it up. You try to find Joseph Ebner, Phil. And if you find him, ask him why
1: he disappeared. And so the search for Joseph Ebner began again, a one-man search. I wasn't too familiar with Ebner's case and needed briefing. I spent the whole afternoon going through his file at the Police Department Bureau of Missing Persons. It was one of the most comprehensive files in anyone's life I've ever come across. Information which began with Ebner's birth in Evanston, Illinois in 1910, up to and including the color of his socks the night of his disappearance in 1948. Under vital statistics, I learned that Ebner was married to a woman named Martha. He had two children, two boys, ages 11 and 14. Three years before the night he disappeared, he would purchased his own home in Burbank. That's where I decided to start.
8: I don't understand this concern. After four years that Joseph's been away from home, such concern. I really don't understand it, Mr. Dexter.
1: Well, look, Mrs. Ebner, if you'd rather not discuss not it... Not talk
8: I, I... about it? Well, that's ridiculous. That's all I've done for four years, is talk about it. All kinds of people have asked me about Joseph. But why shouldn't they? He's a fine musician. hes He's gone away for a little while. There's nothing to be ashamed of, is there?
1: Of course not. What uh, kind of man is your husband, Mrs. Ebner?
8: A good man, Mr. Dexter. Good to me, good to his children. He gives us everything.
1: Was... is your husband a happy man, Mrs. Ebner?
8: Happy? He never complains. He's satisfied. He gives us everything. Why would he have left? I don't know.
1: Are you sure he left of his own free will?
8: He has everything a man could want. Makes good money, good children, good home. Why, why, just the year before he left, we had the music room added on.
1: The music room?
8: Yes, it's his. Oh, Joseph composed music, you know, beautiful music. Uh, would you like to see it? Very much. Good oh, this way. Oh, come in, come in. Isn't it beautiful, Mr. Dexter? You see, there's his stand, his books, his piano. Just as he left them the night he went away. I want them to be just like that when he comes home.
1: Is this uh, some of his music?
8: Yes. Yes, that's something he's working on. I, I don't know what it is.
1: Do you play, Mrs. Ebner?
8: Oh, well, just a little.
1: I was wondering...
8: Would you like me to play Joseph's composition? <laughs> Here. Pretty, isn't it, Mr. Dexter? Yes. But it's not finished. Well, I, I'm sure he'll finish it when he gets home.
1: I imagine he will.
8: I, I don't even know what he calls it.
1: There's something in pencil scratched across the top of this page. Hildy. Funny title.
8: Well, maybe it's a name. Somebody he knows, he likes. Who knows? I, I wouldn't ask him, Mr. Dexter. He's sensitive about his music. My husband is a sensitive musician.
1: Mrs. Ebner, may I borrow these sheets of music?
8: Are you a musician?
1: No, no. I just thought maybe I might get a lead on
8: something. Mr. Dexter... Mr. Dexter, if the music should lead you to my husband, tell him that his wife and his children are waiting for him. We'll be here. Nothing will be different. It'll be just like it always was. If the music leads you to him, please tell him that.
1: I will, Mrs. Edner. I promise you, I will. I found out that the night of Joseph Ebner's strange disappearance, maestro Carlo Fanello had conducted the Los Angeles Symphony Orchestra. The following afternoon, I tried to get in to see Fanello but he was in rehearsal for a concert he was giving that evening. Later that night, I managed to corner his personal manager, Nicky Benson, at the Civic Auditorium.
6: I don't know, Mr. Dexter. All depends on his mood. These orchestra conductors are moody people, especially before a concert. Did you tell him who I was? Yes, I told him who you were and what you wanted, but uh, I'm sure you understand. Of course. Joseph was his friend. He loved him very much. The maestro himself chose Joseph as the concertmaster. I see. No, or excuse me. Maestro.
3: Yeah,
6: kay Maestro, this is the man I told you about.
3: Oh, yes, yes. Uh, come in, please. Come in. You uh, sit. He would like you to sit if you please. Thanks. Now, you you talk.
1: You say As I said, I told him who you are and why you're here. Uh, Maestro Fanello, I understand you and Joseph Ebner were very good friends.
3: (laughs) More than friends, Signor Dexter. More than friends, yes, yes. Uh, You you like wine? Oh, no, thank you. I don't care for any. Well, you you excuse. Go right ahead. You want to find Joseph? Yes, I do. He was uh, perhaps a good friend of yours? No.
5: Uh, Then
3: why? Four years ago, he disappeared. Long time. I'm a writer. I want to write a story about his disappearance. Oh,
1: oh, oh. That night that Joseph disappeared back in 48, let's go back to that night, Maestro. Did he talk to you when he arrived here at the auditorium?
3: No, no, we did not talk. But you saw him? Yes, when I arrived, Joseph was in the musician's room. I passed through. They all say, good evening, Maestro. I say, good evening.
1: That was when you saw him? Ah, yes, I read the testimonies of the musicians
3: he'd spoken to that evening. It was just idle conversation, nothing of importance. Uh, The police have asked me these very same questions. I told them exactly what I have told you. I uh, understand he did some composing. Ah, yes, a little. Uh, He has talent to compose music. Many times I have encouraged him. Many times he has come to the maestro for advice. Did he ever speak to you about this piece of music, maestro? No. No. This I do not recognize. It's not finished. I know. It's good. I think he calls it Hildy. Hildy? Hmm. It's strange. No, this I do not recognize. Joseph did not discuss this music with me. He he wrote this? His wife gave it to me. Martha. Ah, yes, dear Martha. A wonderful woman. A good wife. Uh, It's too bad. Too bad? You are one man. In four years, many men have tried to find Joseph. They have not found him. No one will find him. Now, I'm afraid the Signor Dexter, very much afraid. Now, you will excuse me, please. Of course. This way, Mr. Dexter. Mm. And thank you very much, Maestro for now, uh, uh, You will not find him. The following
1: day, I went back to the Civic Auditorium. I went through the entire place all by myself, examining every exit, talking with people who knew something about the case. Then I had a bit of luck. I was introduced to a stage doorman. The same stage doorman who had been on the door the night that Joseph Ebner had disappeared.
2: Well, I'm just about run out of answers on this Ebner business.
1: I know you've probably been questioned about this thing hundreds of times.
2: Thousands of times. Thousands. I went over the entire auditorium. I was... And you discovered that there's only one exit backstage that he could have left by. All the others was locked. Yes, but uh, what about the
1: front of the auditorium where the audience was sitting?
2: I couldn't have left that way. Couldn't have gotten out there. Somebody would seen him.
1: You're positive that Ebner didn't pass you going out the back door.
2: If he'd gone out that door, I'd have seen him. It's impossible.
1: He must have left by some exit. A person just doesn't disappear into thin air. <laughs>
2: That's the odd part about this whole thing, Mr. Dexter. Ebner left the green room. Now, some of the musicians saw him leave. He said he was going to his locker. Did he get to his locker? Nobody knows. But it's impossible that a man... Yes, Mr. Dexter, that's what everybody said at the time. The police, the newspapers, everybody. they said, it's impossible. Don't happen. A man just disappearing like that. But it did happen, Mr. Dexter. It really did. It happened just like
7: that.
1: I felt pretty discouraged and I thought about what Maestro Fanello had said. A lot of men... Experts, some of them, had tried to find the answer, and they couldn't. How could I expect to find anything that would have led me to Joseph Ebner? I still had his unfinished piece of music. But that looked like a blind spot too. I was back up in the office. It was about eight thirty. I was sitting there when the phone rang. Hello? Mr. Dexter? Yeah. Mr. Dexter,
6: this is Nikki Benson.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. I I don't know. Maybe it's important or maybe it's not. I, I don't know. But still, it's strange. What are you talking about? Well,
6: Eric Richter just showed up in the musician's lounge.
1: Eric Richter? Yes. Well, who's Eric Richter?
6: He was one of Joseph Ebner's closest friends.
1: What's so strange about his showing up?
6: Well, this is the first time anyone has seen Richter in four years, Mr. Dexter. Because he disappeared the same night that Joseph Ebner did. <laughs>
1: Autolite is bringing you Mr. McDonald Carey in The Missing Person, tonight's production in radio's outstanding
2: theater of thrills, Suspense.
1: And now, Autolite brings back to our Hollywood soundstage Mr. McDonald Carey in Elliot Lewis's
2: production of. The Missing Person, a true story, well-calculated to keep you in suspense.
1: Mr. Benson,
3: where's Richter? Shh.
1: He, uh, He left when the concert started. Oh. Tell me about him. Is he a musician? Yes.
6: Well, that is, is, he was a musician. At one time, Eric used to play the violin with the orchestra, but uh, he had some kind of a stroke some years ago. Paralyzed his hands. He he used to come around a lot, see Joseph, and talk to his friends in the orchestra.
1: The night that Ebner disappeared, had this Richter come around? Oh, yes, he was here.
6: I was in the musician's lounge for a little while that night. I, I don't know if anybody else saw it or not. I saw it. Eric came in and stood at the door for a long time. Then I saw Joseph go over to him and talk to him for a couple of minutes. Then Joseph went back to where he was standing with some other musicians. I went through the police files, and I don't remember... Yeah, I I know, I know. I I didn't say anything to the police at the time. I, I didn't think it was important. But
1: tonight, when he... Tonight, when
6: I saw him for the first time since the night that Joseph disappeared, then I thought to myself it was important.
1: It was important the night that Ebner disappeared, Mr. Benson. You should have told the police then... It may have been very important. Benson gave me Richter's last known address. It was a cheap hotel on 3rd Street. I went there. The unshaven landlord told me that Eric Richter was in. I told Richter who I was and what I wanted to know.
2: Uh, Please, uh, sit down, Mr. Dexter. Thanks. Sorry I have nothing to offer you. If I'd known I was to have a guest, I should. Oh, that's quite all right. You uh understand my situation, I'm sure. See, I haven't worked in uh, Mr. Time. Richter, I want to ask you some questions. About Joseph. Joseph Ebner. Yes, dear Joseph. He's not dead, you know. I believe as you do, Mr. Dexter. You disappeared the same night that Joseph
1: Ebner disappeared, Mr. Richter. What happened to you? I disappeared. This is news to me. I disappeared. Nicky Benson told me that you used to go to the auditorium quite a bit... to talk to your friends in the orchestra. But that after Ebner disappeared, you just weren't... Oh,
2: you speak and accuse as if I had committed some crime, Mr. Dexter. For four years, I have not chosen to see my friends. I have not seen them, that's all. I see. Mr. Richter,
1: when Ebner disappeared four years ago, he was composing a piece of music... I don't know what it was. His wife, Martha, doesn't know either. Nobody seems to know. Maybe you do. Here, look at it.
2: Oh, uh, you will have to hold it for me, Mr. Dexter. Yes. Hildy. You know? I... I... What is it? Mr. Dexter, I...
1: Do you know what it is?
2: No, it, it, it's nothing. It's just... Uh, is Hildy a name? Look, Mr. Dexter, I don't know anything that will lead you to Joseph Ebner. Besides, there's been enough suffering for his wife. Why should there be more suffering? Suffering? What do you mean, suffering? Don't ask me to tell you. It isn't right for me to tell, tell you. Tell me, Richter, please. Hildy. Hildy, Mr. Dexter, is A woman? A woman? Who is she? She's a woman who was more than a friend to Joseph. Oh, I see. No. No, you don't see at Where all. Where is this Hildy? I don't know. I haven't seen her in a long time. Is
1: Ebner with her now?
2: I, I, I don't Ebner know. Ebner said
1: something to you that night in 1948, back in the
2: auditorium. What was it? He, he told me he, he had found an answer to his problem. And that was the last you saw of him? Yes, yes. I never saw him after that. And Hildy... I never saw Hildy again. Eric Richter gave me the last
1: known address of the woman named Hildy. In four years, a lot of things happened. I was almost afraid to begin my search for her. Afraid of what I might find. But it was my story. I had to follow it up. I went to the address that Richter had given me. Yes. Excuse me, I was looking for someone. This was the last known address of this party. Perhaps you might be able to help me trace her down.
8: How long ago?
1: Well, she lived here four years ago.
8: Well, that's a long time. A lot of people moved in and out since then. You remember her name?
1: Her name was Hildy. Hildy? Yes. Do you remember?
8: Yeah, she still lives here.
1: You mean she still?
8: Well, what's so strange about that? Got a lot of people in the building who've lived Does here. Does she live alone? Apartment 207.
1: Do you know if she's in now?
8: And you can use those stairs over there.
3: Thanks, thanks.
1: Is your name Hildy? Dexter. Phil Dexter. I'm a writer with the magazine The Real Story. Yes? I'm looking for Joseph Ebner.
0: Won't you come in, Mr. Dexter? Sit down. Thank you. How did you find me?
1: Eric Richter.
0: I see. And now you want to ask me a lot of questions.
1: I'm not a reporter, I'm writing an article for a magazine.
0: (laughs) Still, there'll be questions. Yes. First, you'll want to know if I know where Joseph is. No, I don't know, Mr. Dexter. If I knew, I'd tell you. Why would you tell me? No man possessed of his talent has the right to deny it to others. I see. Then next, you'll want to know... No, no, that's not necessary. Let me tell you how we first met. It was at a party. We were introduced... At first, it was just a casual acquaintance. Then Joseph invited me to a concert. He told me of his family, his love for children.
1: Why are you telling me all this?
0: Because I want you to understand that we never did anything to be ashamed of. Our relationship was a thing of music. Music is what drew us together.
1: When was the last time you saw Joseph?
0: Three nights before he disappeared.
1: Why didn't you go to the police? Tell them what you knew...
0: Well, there was nothing I knew that would have helped the police. Joseph's wife loved him. Why should it have been necessary for her to suffer any more? Then there were the children. I don't understand. Oh, don't you see, Mr. Dexter? The others would, wouldn't have understood a relationship like ours.
1: I've got something here I'd like to show you. What is it? You knew, of course, that Ebner did some composing.
0: He had many talents. Yes, I know.
1: Did you know that he'd been composing this?
0: No, I didn't. beautiful, isn't
1: it? He named it Hilde.
0: I can see.
1: It was for you. Please. Where is Joseph Ebner, Hilde? Where is he?
0: Mr. Dexter, I told you I don't know. If I did know, I'd tell you. I don't know where Joseph is. Miss him. I see. Just to see him. Nothing more. Just to know that he's all right is enough. It fills a loneliness.
1: I understand. Thank you, Hildy. I've tracked down the last hopeful bit of information that might have led me to Joseph Ebner. It still leads into a blind alley. Joseph Ebner may never be found now, but he's out there. Somewhere. Somewhere at this very moment, he may be listening to the sound of my voice. If any one of you who are listening should ever hear this piece of music being played... get in touch with your local authorities because you will have found Joseph Ebner
5: It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes.
7: The Riley and Kimmy Show.
5: Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?